This is Ohiro Oni Eselem. Ruminations is the podcast where I discuss matters of life. I ended my last podcast at a place from which I begin this. With the following words spoken by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which have never lost power and relevance, especially in the times in which we now live. In the end, Dr. King said, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. He also said, only in the darkness can you see the stars. Then at another time he said, there comes a time when silence is betrayal. Our lives begin to end, the day will become silent about things that matter. Growing up, I was taught that silence was golden. I grew up and continued to believe that that was true. Then I went to live in England at a time when, as a black African immigrant, it was just more appropriate to be silent. First, it was the expected norm for anyone or group that was supposed to just be seen and not heard. Second, in those days, silence was a survival strategy for someone from my background in a society where racism was rampant, race riots were not uncommon, and non-European immigrants were largely considered as an ungrateful inconvenience. In such an environment, it was safer to keep one's head down and just follow the path of quiet survival in the hope that anyone could accomplish some modest goals and return home with something worthy of acknowledgement. In other words, go back home in a better state than when one left. For the African living in England, home was always one's country of birth. And I never met any Africans who considered themselves so welcome and comfortable in England that they could consider their permanent abode, even if they wanted to. This, by the way, was without regard to the length of time that they had lived in England. Then things began to change, and not for the better. It became increasingly common for Africans entrusted with the guardianship of their country's hopes and resources to loot their country's treasuries without consequence, while neglecting the citizens whose sweat built the nation's resources. Then, gradually, the urge that immigrants from countries like the one in which I was born once had to return home after periods of stay abroad began to dissipate. Today, 
that urge has all but died. But who benefits from the death of a desire to return home? You see, it is really the host countries that are the beneficiaries of such migrations, as immigrants leave their homelands to develop other countries where they are not welcome, while their own homelands suffer from persistent degradation at the hands of cruel administrators lacking in respectability, responsibility, and conscience. Though still difficult in most cases, the decision to live permanently away from their native countries has in time become easier and easier for immigrants. This has been made even more so, not only by worse, but also by oppressive and antagonistic national policies that sentence increasing numbers of people to refugee status around the world. With that, a new form of silence has grown and continues to grow. It is the silence of immigrants and citizens, the silence of good people in a world that is increasingly numb to hateful speech and support for cruelty in high places. It is the silence of a world that seems too often these days to have lost its conscience. So, as my mind scans our world and our history, I struggle to identify a time when silence was indeed golden. A time when silence was a panacea for evil. I do not contend with the idea that silence offers significant benefits to individuals and small groups. I would, in fact, be the first to concede that the ability to sit in silence has unique advantages, which is why my, my colleagues, people that I know, and I, we encourage and celebrate silence in the practice of my profession. But if all that speaks to the advantages accruing to individuals and small groups, I cannot ignore the fact that too many have been and continue to get hurt by society's propensity for silence. That too should be important even for practitioners of my profession and for our world at large. But what really is the, is the value of silence in a world where the loudest individuals and groups tend to receive the prized gains that even the hardest working people can only dream of? What is the value of silence when migrants in so many countries are treated like rags without soul? What has been the gain of silence in a world where loud mouths have been known to commit the worst atrocities in the history of mankind? We can think of any of the most tragic events in world history and find that the trajectory has always been the same. 
in every one of those situations, there were always three sides. One that was loud, another that was silent, and then the side that stood in the sidelines and watched the unfolding of tragic history. Regarding every tragic situation in our history, even those that happened in our lifetime, some might say that that was then, but this is now. Yet, even now as we live and watch, we are experiencing a world in transition, even if we may not fully realize what these times mean. Once again, some of us are loud in our active participation and support of would-be scourges. Some of us sit in silence while the rest of us are in the sidelines of history, once again watching as if unaffected by and oblivious of the lessons of history. Right now, not tomorrow or the day after, is the time for each of us to think of the times in which we currently live and honestly ask ourselves what side we are on. Even for one race to honor silence as I was, I know where I stand. I hope I always have the grace and fortitude to stand on the side to which the lessons of history lead me. After all, Silence is not always golden.